Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First. A story within a story. Set at the height of the Second World War, their finest has drama, pathos, humour and subtlety. My name's Alex First. Let's take a good look at this superb new movie. With increasing numbers of men drafted to fight for their lives on the front line, bombs continued to drop relentlessly on London. Those left behind, made up predominantly of women, children and the elderly, were in need of something uplifting to which they could relate. As a result, movies became a crucial outlet to help raise the spirits of the nation during this bleak time. The pictures provided an opportunity to reach out to the community, offering hope and optimism. But audiences demanded realism. Catherine Cole, played by Gemma Arterton, a smart copywriter, is employed to write female dialogue, patronisingly referred to as slop by her male co-writers. She's writing these things for original propaganda feature films. The intention is for these to reflect the new mood of the nation and help tap into the hearts and minds of the fast-growing women's workforce. Partnered alongside fellow screenwriter, the forthright Buckley, Sam Claflin, the screenwriters become enamoured with one particularly patriotic story. That is the tale of twin sisters who set out to sea in their drunken father's rickety old boat to rescue brave wounded soldiers in Dunkirk. Striving to maintain a commitment to realism, Catherine is unenthused, though, when discovering the heroic rescue is partly fabricated yet with an obligation to boost morale and her own meagre finances in jeopardy, she does begin writing the story that people will want to hear. While immersed in this profound romantic story, she begins one of her own. While trying to navigate her way around a tricky situation, given Catherine has a husband at home in war artist Ellis, played by Jack Houston, she sets off to the southwest coast to begin production on this propaganda movie. Leading the film's cast is the self-absorbed yet charismatic thespian Ambrose, played by Bill Nye, begrudgingly settling for a supporting role in the movie and coming to terms with the fact his days of being the romantic lead could well be behind him. Pushing the disgruntled actor to accept his new career path is his recently inherited agent, Helen McRory, the sister to his suddenly deceased lifelong friend and agent, Sammy, Eddie Marson. This actor is joined by a heroic American pilot, Carl Lundbeck, played by Jake Lacey, a non-professional actor in need of extensive rehearsals, hired to encourage an American audience and a nation to join Britain in its fight against Nazi Germany. There are places you visit and places you behold, full of natural wonders that beckon with the promise of a feeling you haven't felt in a long time. A feeling you're in the right place, immersed in a moment you never want to end. It's here in West Virginia, from lush rolling hills to quiet streams and unexpected adventures. 
a place full of mystery and endless fascination, a place that's almost heaven. Find your version of heaven at wvtourism.com. You're listening to Movies First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. First up, credit must go to the screenwriter, Gabby Chiapi, who's adapted Lisa Evans' novel, Their Finest Hour and a Half, into such a delightful piece with war as the insidious backdrop. The sets, the costumes, the settings, so representative of the times, are a knockout. You, you feel like you've been transported back in time. Then there are the performances, spearheaded by Arterton and Clafton and aided in no small measure by Bill Nye in what is very much a signature role. The distinguishing feature for me was the nuance. A look here, a sigh there. The relationship between Arterton and Clafton hardly follows a conventional path, and yet develop it does. Then there's the hoot that's the deliberate overacting, or in some instances, lack of acting, in the propaganda film that they're shooting. So, their finest works on many levels and sets a high bar in doing so. Just be prepared to give yourself time to let the picture and its characters win you over. Once they do, you'll be in the grip of something mighty special from director Lone Scherfing, the person responsible for a really excellent movie called An Education. So once you have seen Their Finest, running time 117 minutes, you can go and hire on Blu-ray, download An Education. But Their Finest scores an 8 out of 10. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.